0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Well, at first it was a real brain twister, but then I remembered a quote from a renowned poet from my earth, Alfred Yankovic.
2: Are you talking about Weird
3: Al?
1: Why, because of the hair? Get to the point already if you have one. If you don't mind,
3: I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three.
4: Bad
5: boy! Five, four, five, six. B-I-G! Ah! Oh, yeah.
6: Oh. oh, God.
5: Oh,
6: yeah.
5: Oh, and a chip.
6: Yeah. Woo! Woo! Oh. Oh. I'm a uh, man. Yes. Oh. This is oh, good. Smell it.
3: Yeah.
5: Whoa. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Go
6: for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God.
3: Excellent.
6: Yeah. Ooh. So good. Join the butthole revolution. And
2: now. Okay, you
7: two. It loved my ears. Bear back, baby. No Jimmy. Rodog. Our
8: feature presentation. <laughs> Good morning, party people. Welcome into yet another all new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's for a Wednesday, the 6th of November. Kids. Hi. Woo. Hey. Let's, let's take some roll call here. Okay. Um Allie McKay?
6: Yeah, here, present.
8: Jensen Cart. Oh, that's me. I'm here. Muggsy. That would be me. Krux Kevin. Oh Oh, no We're down a guy
6: Uh, Mm -hmm. Well tomorrow is his last day As you know
8: Oh is he just busy with the move and everything he's
6: very busy Short term
8: Kevin man Yeah Yeah. she has got that senioritis man Can't wait to get out of here (laughs) Why even wait till the last day Mm -hmm. What are they gonna do fire him Right Apparently, we are limping across the finish line here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's some sort of black plague that is going through the Kevin and Bean show not right now. Not a
6: black plague. Well, we got beaned. Yeah. How, why, how are you blaming this on me? Because you came down here so sick.
8: Yeah. For breakfast with Green Day? Yes. Uh-huh.
6: And then within four days... I fell out. I was done. You were done, I took yeah. Friday off. I was in bed from Thursday afternoon through until Monday when I came to work. Mm-hmm. Mugs, you've been battling it. Oh, yeah. I've
9: been hawking loogies all weekend.
6: Absolutely. Mm. Didn't need that. Christine has been out for two days. True. And uh, Kevin yesterday was like, I'm not feeling great. <laughs> yeah. Jensen, how are oh, you? I
10: have diarrhea. But that's, <laughs> okay. All right. uh, but the other thing, too, is like you didn't have to come here and just put your
8: mucus on everything. That
2: was okay. the weird yeah. thing you did.
8: Again, Ali's going to yell at me. I was, I don't believe I was contagious when I got there because I had a guy who doesn't go to the doctor says a guy who doesn't even get medicine. He doesn't know any, it's it's a Christian scientist. I was on antibiotics for like six days before I came to LA. Mm -hmm. Well, it really paid off.
6: Well, I'm just saying why. So how are you looking at me? Because you wound up having pneumonia. So Uh were you, were you just fine from pneumonia while you were down here?
8: No, I felt terrible,
6: Okay, but
8: I was was past the the three days or whatever that you're contagious is what I'm saying. You weren't
6: because you were contagious the whole time because you were taking antibiotics for something that hadn't even occurred yet.
8: I know that you are in fact a medical doctor, but you don't know, man. You don't know, man. Look, look, is it possible... Yes, is it likely? No, uh, it's both. <laughs> look, lots of people are getting sick all over mm-hmm. Southern California. There's a bet. Ba- there's a bad flu happening right
10: now. Mm-hmm. And this thanks year. to you, you're the one so, who brought yeah. it here. I don't. I'm not patient zero. zero patient you guys, patient zero. Come on,
8: mm-hmm. it's science. Hey, um, I want to start with a uh, an inspirational story here. You know, I uh, I like a lot of people. I beat myself up by what I don't accomplish. You know, I look at other people that are better than me, and I go, How are they able to do all the things that they're able to do, and I'm able to do so little? Mm-hmm. Um, was that a bell? On no, that was a, that was an accidental bell. Okay, I got excited. You. Thank you, my <laughs> oh, dear. Um, put your penis away. <laughs> um, this is a woman whose name is Hannah Gavios. She in 2016 took a vacation to Thailand. She's an English teacher in Vietnam. On her way back to the hotel one night, she thought she had gotten lost. Asked for directions, but the person who helped her ended up leading her into a dark wooded area and attacked her. Oh yeah. gosh. Yep. While running away, she fell off a cliff and fell 150 feet and lay paralyzed at the bottom of the cliff for hours until she was ultimately rescued in the morning. The fall left her with a spinal cord injury that affected the muscles in her lower body, but she hasn't stopped living her life to the fullest. This past week, she ran and completed her second (laughs) New York City Marathon, crossing the finish line on crutches... In just over 11 hours and 18 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. She's doing a lot. On She's par- partially paralyzed from the waist <laughs> down. Right. She runs the marathon on crutches. Mm-hmm. She does. This is what she does. She get it done in like 60 hours? 70? 11 hours. Yeah. 11 hours, which by the way... I'm a healthy, able-bodied American. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. could not run the New York City Marathon in 11 hours. I might not be able to run it in 11 days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she did this and, by the way, uh, took advantage of doing it to raise, over the past two marathons that she's run, by the way, she's done it twice now, she's raised something like $40,000 for the Christopher Reeve Foundation as well. Mm-hmm. Impressive, woman. How, how does somebody have that kind of strength? How how does somebody mentally, how is somebody so much better and so much stronger than I am? Because I'm telling you, if I'm partially paralyzed and have have to walk on crutches, I'm getting a wheelchair and having somebody push me everywhere. Do
10: you not think that if you, I mean, I know we made a joke that you were going to try to run a marathon and then completely Mm -hmm. ditched it. Which is
8: very cool. Like three weeks in. yeah. Yeah.
10: Do you think you could never focus on doing it? You think it's completely impossible for you? I just because you're such a focused dude. Like you got into radio, and then you conquered yeah. radio, and you, everything you do. You're, I mean, other than the things you just ignore, like ukulele and such. But like you, <laughs> when you put your mind to research and those things, you read a book a day, basically. Like you could
8: yeah, but, do it if but, you but want. Those it. are things I love. I don't know that I could do something that I hate. Yeah. That well, you know what I mean. I mean, I feel like you, Jensen, could do it because you run. I you love know, it. You're a guy who's run miles. I love and miles it. Miles at a time. Allie, could you run a marathon if uh, you had to? Why would I? Right, I would you have never a car.
6: Have to. I you have, have a car. car. And gross. Those people are sweating and right. they're pooing themselves. Yes. No one wants that.
8: Yeah, and then your nipples get all.
6: I don't have nipples anymore.
8: Right. She had them removed. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. They were too like... Uh, Did you have a boyfriend with a mannequin fetish too? Wasn't that part of (laughs) it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So
6: everything is That is.
8: Everything Everything has been removed. (laughs) So she has raised thousands of dollars, as I mentioned, for the Christopher Ree Foundation and funding research into epidural stimulation and treatment that has shown promise in helping people with paralysis recover motor uh, motor function. So she is unbelievable. And I just, I wanted to give her a little shout out. Uh, Hannah Gavios is her name, and she's uh, she's somebody I look at and go, she should be inspirational to me, but instead, I kind of hate her.
11: Oh my God,
12: she's a
3: sociopath.
8: Thank oh, you so
11: wow. much.
12: A bitch.
8: Wow. <laughs> that that guy's rot right too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, talk about today's all new Kevin and Bean show, shall we? It's, it's a fad. It went last. Well, you may be right about that. Um, <laughs> we have uh, cheers with beer mug yes. on the program today. Yeah. So I'm so delighted. We have uh, one more before I leave the show. It's my very, very favorite. Uh, what was the What was the topic that you asked the patrons of your favorite uh, watering hole mugs?
9: Well, it has to do a lot with you, Bean. That was. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh no. So-
8: we'll find out. More of your Afro Uh, calls? I do believe
9: they land on the
8: moon. Was he there? Was Jim there?
9: We'll have to find out. Okay. Ooh, tease.
8: More of your Afro calls, 323-520-AFRO on the program today. We got Bean Makes Us Guess, a final edition of that on the program today. Um, How many times and for what reason did you fail your driving test? Mm -hmm. Came up this week. Uh, I confess that I failed mine the first time. Couldn't parallel park. Right. Now I'm the greatest parallel parker in the world.
10: Okay. Well, we do, we also learned someone on the staff failed three times. Three times. <laughs> yes.
8: Uh, let me see. What else do we have? I think that's all I can tell you about. We do have a couple of other surprises standing by, and I've been getting a lot of phenomenal emails from people too, mm-hmm. including one of the most embarrassing emails she has ever sent, and I have ever read. Oh. And I'll be reading that for you in just a few minutes as well. Plus, Allie's got her first look at what's happening right after this on K Rock. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Mallie, okay.
6: I again, I press cough, and I even coughed down towards the floor with my back to the mic. Are we mm-hmm. willing
10: to just admit now that she has a disgustingly loud cough? <laughs> Are we just gonna <laughs> just come oh out and say it? Like because we've been beating around the bush.
6: I don't know what else to do. I'm doing everything correct, so you don't hear it.
8: Mm. Don't cough. Okay. <laughs> okay,
6: it's a good. Good point. <laughs> Good
8: point. All right. And All right.
10: Don't, Happy don't, we got to the end there. Yeah, don't uh, don't die
8: either, by okay. the way, because I'm worried that you've got consumption or something. It's just it seems like it's been hanging on for a long time. Thank you. OK. All right. Hey, uh, for whatever final what's happening, apparently, <laughs> here's Allie.
6: Do you guys remember a uh, couple days ago I talked to you? the big uh, auction of Olivia Mm Newton-John clothing
8: yes the grease uh, pants and and top right yes the
6: black leather that she wore at the end of the movie where she was kind of like bad sandy and by bad sandy it was just a black outfit and people were like whoa she's real crazy I want to smell it (laughs) well you would mention that you had also mentioned um, what are they gonna do with the pants what like who is this person Mm -hmm. we now know It is Spanx founder, Sarah Blakely. She said, You're the one that I want. To the pants. It's in the article. I'm just I'm quoting. I I know, I didn't have to read it. I know. Um, But she bought those black pants. She Mm. dropped $162,000. She said, I've been the biggest fan of Olivia since I was a little girl. And then she said, and this kind of makes me laugh. She said, I was here in New York for my anniversary with my husband. We were out to dinner and I had a friend bidding for me. And she was on speakerphone while we were at dinner. And I said, honey, honey, I won the pants. And he was like, let's be clear. You didn't win. You paid the most.
10: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh I know a lot about her. Yeah. I do. She's one of the richest women in the world. Oh yeah. Which we know. Mm-hmm. Her husband, mm-hmm. Jesse Itzkoff. Okay. Uh, was a white rapper okay. in the 80s named Jesse James. He had two kind of hits. He had uh, College Girls Are Easy, which was one of them, and Shake It Like a White Girl, which was kind of a, a jam.
8: Neither of those titles have aged well. No. Neither have,
10: <laughs> neither have the songs if you listen to him. And he was like a white dude with big red sideshow Bob hair. And he went on to own Marquee Jets. He took the money. He wrote Go, Nick's Go, Nicks Go. You know that song? Yes. He wrote that and then he licensed it out to other teams and then bought print. Private jets with that money and created wow. a private jet rental company and became a multimillionaire and then married the richest woman in the world.
6: How oh bummed are you God.
10: right now? I know. It's it was like it's like my alternative <laughs> life. Although marrying as I did is a good You if, did I'm very almost, well. I'm kind of lower Jesse James. Uh-huh. That was his rap name. Uh, but still something to look up to. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing.
6: Yeah, she she is an amazing businesswoman. She is. What she has done. Granted, you know, Spanx, could you make the cut in the hoo-ha area bigger so it's easier to pee out of it. Okay, That would be great. Um, But, here's the thing. What is she going to do with Olivia Newton-John's iconic black leather pants? Well, she's going to frame them and hang them at the Spanx offices. She said, we have black faux leather pants Uh, leggings that have become a cult following and they were inspired off of Olivia Newton-John's pants from Greece. Hmm. So it's kind of like a full circle moment for her. Hmm. Congratulations Sarah Blakely on your pants and Bean would like to know if he could come sniff them. Uh, That's not
8: accurate. I said I wanted to make soup out of them.
6: Okay my bad. I made it I made it better.
8: No listen to women.
6: Oh, okay. Wow, okay. That's a weird thing to just mention. It's out right of nowhere. There. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers is negotiating with Colin Farrell to play the penguin. I. Don't see that.
8: Okay.
10: Do you guys? I do. I'm He's into it. He's a good actor. Very but, good actor, mm-hmm. and, and he loses himself in the role. Yeah, he I does. think this is the kind of guy I'd like to do. I'd like to see do it. All right.
6: I would like to see that. If the deal closes, Farrell will round out the trio of classic villains who are going to go up against Robert Pattinson as Caped Crusader. Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler. We've got Zoe Kravitz set for Catwoman. Jeffrey Wright has signed on as Commissioner Gordon. And it was also reported yesterday that Andy Serkis is currently in talks to portray Bruce Wayne's beloved butler, Alfred. So, I mean, that's shaping up to be quite the cast for that movie. Yeah. Once
10: they lost Jonah Hill, I was nervous as to who they would pick. But I think this is great.
6: I never cared that Jonah Hill was even up for anything. Wow. Yeah. Is that that upsetting to no, the Jonah I mean, Hill I don't stands. i like, Kevin
9: and Bean, I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. Like-
6: <laughs> okay,
10: well, uh, I
9: understand. No, I mean,
10: I, I like Jonah a lot. I, I, Jonah's a great actor. Is he? Yes, he is. Okay. He's great. Moneyball, and uh-huh. I mean, he's so funny and stuff like super bad, and I think he's great. Okay. Yeah. Bean, you want to break the tie?
8: Um, He's good in some roles. Well, it's not a, not a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I'm, sp- I'm I'm splitting the difference here between you two. I, I think, think he I is think-
6: leaning Team Alley on this. I think well, he has Wolf been Wolf very Wall good Street? in some roles. Wolf of Wall Street.
8: Um, I thought he way overacted in that, yeah. but um, he was great in Moneyball, and I think I believe he got nominated for Academy Award for that, if That's I recall correctly. Yeah. What,
9: was, what was the movie with? <clears throat> excuse me, Miles Teller, where they sold uh, guns? Oh, uh, I did see that. I don't remember.
8: That was what a good was movie too. Yeah,
10: that was good, but I don't know if he was. Yeah, I don't know if he was the greatest in that one. All what right, maybe I'm
9: Team Alley.
6: Wow, no, that turned do, right around, I do you like guys! Daniel. He's very good. All right, Um, you know who I love, Danny Trejo, and he is in Variety's recent re- recent recovery issue, and he discusses being sober for more than fifty years. This is Machete. He went from a twenty four year old heroin addict to a sober, prolific actor, Um, and he continues all of his successes with giving back. He said, everything good that has happened to me has happened as a re- direct result of helping someone else. That man is just magic. A treasure
8: could tell in the Russian mafia. Mm,
6: He's nope. a treasure. He's an absolute treasure. A gem, if you will. Mm-hmm. Some birthdays for you. We've got Tandy Newton, Maria Shriver, Taryn Manning, Emma Stone, Ethan Hawk, and Sally Field. And that's... Oh. No, no, no. They're...
10: No. That's
6: uh, that's Rockwell, I'm uh, sorry Yeah, not sure No I You okay?
10: Mis- I misunderstood She's a good artist, though Sally
6: Field? <laughs> yeah <laughs> You misunderstood She's her, Rockwell?
10: <laughs> her cookies are good, too Oh,
6: yeah Again, that is Mrs. Field Oh She's not great her.
10: on uh, Facts of Life
6: That is uh,
10: <laughs> Kim Fields? No, that's Kim- a di- yeah. di- Kim di- Fields. different person Judy. yeah That's oh. a
6: different woman Okay Yeah All
9: right Well, are we done?
6: You I guys think so got any more fields? If you when
9: well, they said if you build it they will come that was That's
6: Field of Dreams. Oh. That one didn't even work, <laughs> And That's what's happening.
7: It's the Kevin and Bean show.
8: K-R-O-U. K-Rock. Dear Bean, this email begins. Longtime listener, second-time emailer. I've been meaning to send this little tidbit for a while now, but in true procrastination form, I'm waiting until the week you leave. Let me take you back to the year 1997 when I got my first email address at the age of 14. (laughs) I had not a single person to email, but I desperately wanted to have something, anything in my inbox. After listening to the radio and hearing your invitation for emails, I decided to email you. Again, I was 14. I did not have a lot going on, so I composed the email. Dear Bean, I love you. You are the best. Being satisfied with the email, I hit the send button. I never actually heard back from you, but one day, months later, I discovered the deleted email file, and I clicked it to open and discovered that at some point, my mom must have been snooping around on my email, and she assumed you were a child-loving pervert, (laughs) and she wrote an email to you that said, dear Bean, I don't know who you are, but my daughter does not love you, and she is a freshman in high school. Do not contact her at all. Bean, Bean, I touch my peen. (laughs) By the way, I don't know how... I didn't do anything. I don't know how I get in the middle of this whole Chris Hansen thing.
6: She's right, but...
8: I am almost certain you did write back explaining that you understood her concerns and not to worry, but the mortification had overtaken (laughs) me and I could not even listen to the radio for weeks.
5: Oh, no. So this
8: is the second email I've ever sent you and it's just about as embarrassing as the first. I want to cuddle you. Nope, not doing any of that. (laughs) Best wishes to you and your new endeavors, Marissa. How... Delightful is that email, it's by the way. It's adorable. It's great. I, I love it. I love it. So thank you, uh, Marissa, and thanks to everybody who has been writing in. There has been a uh, a lot of talk, and people are now – people have questions uh, with me leaving the show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. People are wondering, for starters, is there going to be a new name for the show? Right. And I don't think we've mentioned anything about this, but there will be a new name for the show because there's no Bean in Kevin and Bean. Correct. I don't think it's officially been announced yet, but yes, and the show will continue and the show will continue to be great. And as I said on Twitter yesterday, I have never felt better about leaving the show in great hands than with Ali and Jensen along with Kevin. And, uh, you know, whether, the, you know, whether anyone else gets added down the road, we don't know. But I will tell you, there's a lot of talk and there's quite a campaign about the perfect person for the job to replace me
10: and it's been this way since day one i mean it feels like the same person gets brought up over and over again and it we have to at least address it right i mean i think
8: i think the audience would be disappointed if we didn't address it Mm -hmm. and we do have that person who is i think best suited to replace me on the kevin and bean show on the phone right now ali i can tell you're excited Nope. watch your enthusiasm
5: here all right Mm -hmm. the armenian comedian Good morning, everybody. Good morning <laughs> Good to you, morning. Sam. How are you? I'm doing well. As a, I'm 67, you're uh, 68 now. I'm going to be 69. Nice. So I feel great, man. I I just <laughs> do my exercises and I I do my barbering and hairstyling job, and mm-hmm. then I and then I play backgammon every day. I sharpen my mind, mm-hmm. and and I'm trying to get uh, also. My band is going great. It's the second CD release. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm you say people. you sound too busy. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the time. Too busy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. You,
5: you do have a very active, full life,
8: oh. Sam. I I don't know if you heard what we were talking about before we brought you on, but how would how would you feel about being a more permanent part of the
5: Kevin and Bean Show? You know what? <clears throat> this is America, mm-hmm. and this was my dream come true. And I pushed all the buttons in my life to get my uh, uh, ability and knowledge and to spread to the people uh, right. to the as, as much as I can. That's what I'm about, you right. know. Okay. So, pick me up. so
8: it sounds like you are well prepared then to take over a co-hosting position on the Kevin and Bean show
5: well let me tell you something i'm not knowledgeable as kevin and not, and and being you, you know but i i could do uh, as much as possible be done mm-hmm. i will take my studies uh give me my studies and i'll take home and then I'll pr- produce. That's what I am. That's what he's, he's a producer, yeah. This is a
8: fantastic attitude that Sam has by the way. I mean <laughs> Sam is honest. willing to pu-
5: he's willing to put in the
10: work to, <laughs> to be honest, great. He might be the best co-worker we have.
8: <laughs> <laughs> he's willing to put in the work. Yeah. Now Sam, you've been coming on our show for most of the 30 years that we've been doing it. So you've had the opportunity to listen to the program a number of times. Mm. What what do you think you would bring to the show that we don't have currently?
5: More, more people's talent. More people's talent on the radio, on the BT podcast. You know that I'm involved right now. (laughs) Thank uh, Uh, okay, Okay. for Omar and Dave. So he has experience, right? Mm -hmm. And then I saw my one of my fans put a logo. Uh, Kevin and Sam, right. and I thought you were leaving the show. It was true or joking? I don't know yet. No, you know? it's true. No, it's, it's true. true. Yeah.
8: I'm, I'm at, tomorrow is my last day, Sam, and that's why we wanted to talk to you and see if you would consider replacing me in 2020. No. We are getting we're getting job interviews, Sam, the Armenian comedian. We're getting the sharpest, sort of
10: most formal version of
5: it. Yes. was very hold on. Yes, go I ahead, I the vibes that I can feel the female sides mm-hmm. of the show Mm-hmm. They are really attitude, No, no, no. I hear their hums and ho. No. You know, that's what I don't like about the females putting down <laughs> the men, you know. It's a good I, start. I, uh, I this is going to work out well. That, well. Back, that the, whole thing about I co-worker, agree. I might have to I take I don't agree back. with that decision. it's <laughs> a good start. Those women... Um,
8: Allie, mm-hmm. what about what about the female that he can hear going? No, no, no. What about that?
6: i very perceptive, Sam. <laughs>
5: <laughs> now, Sam, are you? you, know, get, are you we, yes. We men, excuse me, we men are for Mars, and women are for Venus. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, women are negative, and men are positive. Okay. So when the car, the battery has minus and plus, mm-hmm. right? And we gotta go and do the show. That's what I'm saying.
8: Yes. Okay.
5: I think we can all agree with that.
8: <laughs> yeah. No. I followed that 100. <laughs> percent But Sam, you know, you have to get along with everybody, male and female, when you work on the show, right? You you you, you can't you, just pick. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. You got you to be good with all your your coworkers. You got to work with the whole team, Sam. Yeah. Yes, I will bow my head down. Thank okay. you. Okay, All right. Sam, one of the things we're almost out of time here. One of the things that I'm excited about, uh, if you end up joining the show, and I think we all agree that that's likely at this point, Mm -hmm. is jokes. Because we we don't really tell jokes on this show. And that's kind of what you're known for. I mean, you are the Armenian comedian, comedian, for God's sakes. And I think we would you mind giving us a joke? Do you have one today that you can uh, we can take us out with
10: Yeah, one that you would bring to the show, Sam?
5: Well, I got a bunch of jokes uh, that I've been putting up in my mind and tell people they laugh so hard. Uh, this is my joke. Okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> the Hurricane Dorian messed around with Mother Nature. She came bursting from Bermuda.
8: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <laughs> 2020 is going to be the greatest year ever (laughs) in the history of the Kevin and Bean show. Sam, you're hired. We'll
5: see you first of January, all right? Thank you very much. I love you guys. One more joke. One more. Okay. One more. Sure. What the hot dog said to the hamburger and french fries. Don't even come close to my taste and table, okay? I've been telling you all these years, we don't match, okay? <laughs> okay. Wow. And the <laughs> and to the hot dog. Okay, go home you doggy smelly doody.
3: Okay. Yes, I, yes.
5: I I think of that. I, I feel like we need to hold <laughs> yeah. some of this for January
8: 1st so maybe write these down. Yeah, yeah you don't want to blow all the good stuff no, no, before no. the show starts. <laughs> all right,
5: Sam, we'll see you soon, buddy. Thanks for jumping on. Hey, uh, everybody in the
0: crew,
7: gonna get a free haircut by
0: me.
5: Uh, okay, no, there you on. go. Thank
7: you, Don Bye, bye. on K Rock. K Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Bean, bean, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot, the more you toot, the better you feel. So let's have beans with every meal. We'll miss you, bean, RIP.
8: I'm not. I'm not dying. I'm. I'm fine. Thank you, though, and thank you for the little song. Mm-hmm. Beer mug. Speaking of your last day being
9: this, Cheers with beer mug is dedicated to you. How so? The question that I asked the people at O'Grady's in Granada Hills, my people, mm-hmm. yeah. was what the weirdest thing about them was. Now, let me warn you. This was the hardest question. For them to answer, I've ever experienced on Cheers with Beer Mug. Which is ironic, because these are the weirdest people
8: I've ever heard. I know. And maybe they they just can't get (laughs) introspective enough, but they were having trouble. In other words, they didn't think there was anything weird about them. Pretty much. Did you bring up alcoholism at all? Because I think the fact that they're there every day at 4 p.m. (laughs) is a very weird thing about them. That's an odd odd tidbit. That might come up, because I haven't
9: heard the tape, but uh, we shall find out in this edition of Cheers with Beer Mug
8: beer mug he wants to go where everybody
1: knows
9: his name yeah asking questions with no shame what do you what do you <laughs> he's already drunk as a skunk
7: but people are glad he came oh beer mug wants to go where everyone
8: knows his name I, 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 uh, wow what is the quirkiest thing about you? Now, Muggs, you know, and I've told you this uh, on and off of here, this is my very favorite segment that we do on the show. Yes. Um, is there going to be some Monty action? Well, I don't think he, he said earlier he hadn't heard the tape yeah. as if he didn't record. As all if of he these. wasn't there. yes. Yeah.
9: Will uh Jim the split lip guy be there? Split lip, that, split lip. That, That's Brian and no Brian <laughs> I can I can for sure uh, uh confirm he was not there. He was um, not there. No. All right,
8: he's dead. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's hear uh <laughs> let's hear the interviews on Cheers with mirrorback.
9: I was working as a waitress at a cocktail bar. What is the quirkiest thing about you? Weird.
2: I like when people say <laughs> my m- <laughs> Whoa! But only like yeah. Wait, so wait, <laughs> what? What just happened? This yeah. is how we start. Where I
10: do think, we go from I have here? To guess on both the verb yeah. and the noun. Yeah, weird.
2: I like when people. <laughs> my
9: yeah.
2: But only like in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Like it's not just like oh hey. i It's <laughs> okay. right. like okay. Stop right Stop it.
10: Okay.
8: I need to think about this for a second. <laughs> Fill in the blank. I didn't know I'd have to do math, but only in the bed. Only in the. I mean. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. People
9: started answering in very sexual terms. Mm. That's why we had to bleep that.
8: Okay. Can you give me? You don't want to know, Jensen. Yeah, you don't. don't I I think unfortunately it's too painfully clear to me what it is. Wow. Let's let's just say it involves. Let's
3: not. Let's not say. Let's not say that.
8: All right. right. Let's move on.
3: The weirdest thing about me is that I love beans so much. Yo, bean bean touch my bean is something I say in my head nonstop. Bean bean. Touch my pain.
2: I can't put socks on without putting lotion on my feet.
3: But I like to cuddle.
6: Oh, that's
9: not very weird. And in fact, I'm enjoying the cuddle moment right now. Brittany, what's the weirdest thing about you?
6: I like to roar all the time.
9: Like a tiger or a lion?
2: Like in text messages to break the awkwardness, roar. Like right now, roar.
9: (laughs) (laughs) What is the quirkiest thing about you? I shave my pubes, (laughs) but I'm covered in hair everywhere else. (laughs) So I just only shave my pubes on a Mexican wall radio. Right, it's, not the same. Okay. It's,
8: it's there's karaoke going on yes. at the same time. Yeah, right? I
9: go on karaoke. I make sure to go on karaoke because now. it's better for the audio.
8: Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, Jetson, what about that uh, super hairy dude? Yeah. I ask uh, you for no particular reason. Okay. Did you happen to be in the room? And you're a <laughs> Wookie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but only, but only shaves his pubes. Interesting choice, right? Uh, I get it. I well, get there's it. hair everywhere.
10: I get why you would do that. Some of us have, you know, are lucky with. I don't have back hair, but yeah. I have hair everywhere else. Uh-huh. So I don't, no one's ever said, why is there no hair on your back? So I say, go
9: for it.
8: Okay, good enough. Uh, the quickest is um,
9: my sex life. <laughs> Do you mind getting into detail? Okay, it might involve some light bulbs. Life? Hi, <laughs> what? <laughs> right, Mario, what's the weirdest
0: thing about you? The fact that I have this thing called the seven stages of laughter that like, I cannot stop laughing and it hurts. Like, it'll hurt my stomach. Like, <laughs> it like it just... It just <laughs> I swear.
7: <laughs> the weirdest thing
8: about... You, my- you, you legally have to turn him into the police now,
3: yeah. right?
10: <laughs> that was very Joker, Joker-esque. Joker That person's like an actual psychopath.
8: That is a guy who's covering something up, man. He is laughing to keep from crying. And he couldn't stop. He did it for like three minutes. Uh, did I hear some Monty? I
9: think we heard some Monty. Uh, The weirdest thing about Monty is that I care too much (laughs) about others, but I don't give a hell about myself. That's one weird thing. I wanted to let you know that I care about you, Monty. I love you, Monty. Let's make out. We're going to get down
3: to some serious drinking. You know what I love
8: about Muggs is he's a great drunk. Mm-hmm. When Mugs gets, you know how some people kind of get mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they when they or get sad, like Monty just yeah, got. Yeah, or sad, right? Mm-hmm. Muggs is so loving. He's mm-hmm. like like everyone else on ecstasy. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> just touchy and feely and lovey and happy. Uh, drunk Mugs is a good Muggs. Drunk Mugs. Is- I wanted
9: to make out with Monty. I think I said that. Yeah.
8: You did. Jimmy, Jimmy,
9: Jimmy, 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 no Jimmy the Jimmy. Jimmy! What's going on, dude? What's the weirdest thing about you? <laughs> uh,
1: sometimes I uh Say things twice, you know. I guess you know guys say things twice. I guess.
3: <laughs>
1: hey man, I,
9: I've never honestly, I've never heard you say anything twice, Jimmy. I gotta be honest. I just did earlier. <laughs> I actually have a tail. No f-ing way. It's only a prehensile one. What does that mean? I can grab things with it. Oh no way, dude. You should be. Are you like in the Guinness Book of like oddities? That even is a book <laughs> no nah, just canoga park
8: <laughs> so yeah no, by the way it,
5: ending on someone
8: with a tail wow. right? oh, is amazing you know that's uh, one of my great regrets in life is that i was not born with a tail yeah. i mean i'm so jealous of Stryker. And have could- you ever seen him dial a phone with his <laughs> tail it's amazing you could pick things up with your tail that's I what think. that guy said that's what the guy said yeah, yeah. which is in- which is incredible Outstanding job, uh, Bugs! Thank you,
9: guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss uh, playing these for you, Bean. But uh, hopefully, you'll listen when you're
8: over there. He's not listening. Oh, he's gone. He's not listening now. (laughs) He's already drunk as a a skunk, skunk, (laughs) but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where
7: everyone knows his name. How? Wow! It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
8: Wait, it's time for the final edition of beat makes us guess. Beat makes us guess, yeah. Oh man, don't use a dick. I need somebody to pee on me. Does anybody have to pee? Just wanna tell ya. All I wanna do is zoom, zoom, zoom. Now it's time for
1: beat makes us guess.
8: Yes. (sighs) I am not a winner.
6: Yeah, yeah. A new, new intro
8: just for today. Just yeah, what just happened?
6: Bean makes us guess. Make that even meaner. Why so <laughs>
8: soon? <laughs> this uh, this is a great, I think, very appropriate. Bean makes Us guess for my final one because I was thinking about uh, the many years that uh, Kevin and I have been doing the show. RIP, Kevin, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that Kevin and I have been uh, doing the show since uh, 1990, and the list that I came up with from our friends at Ranker.com is again, as I said, appropriate for today. The best alternative music artists of the 1990s. This isn't the most successful, who sold the most. This is, in the opinion of the internet, and the 31,000 votes that were accrued on this Ranker.com list. The best Hmm. alternative music artists of the 1990s. So these would have been bands whose songs Kevin and I played thousands and thousands of times in those 10 years and probably every day since then. I'm going to tell you, just as a a free tip here... Okay. As I look over this list, and it goes to 75 on this list, you know what band is not on here? Hmm. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wow. <laughs> as,
10: as I exit off my guesses. The,
8: the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who were clearly one of the biggest and best bands of the 1990s. This is not a scientific list. This is just what people on the internet say. Hmm. But I'm just giving you a heads up so you don't waste a guess on that. Hmm. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are not on this list, and I don't know why. Interesting. But I don't think you'll be uh, surprised by a lot of them in the top ten. They're exactly what you'd expect. All right, Kevin is out today, so why don't we start with Mugs? Let's let Mugs go first. All what do right. you think, sir?
9: All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the most obvious one and uh, go with Nirvana.
8: Only number one. Oh! Nirvana considered great the job. best alternative band or artist of the 1990s. Yeah, great job, Mugs. I mean, the list would be bogus if they weren't. Yeah, I yeah. Think. yeah. All
10: right, uh, Jensen, you're up next. Okay, now I'd love to be Kevin here and just come up with joke answers. And I clearly would start with Bloodhound Gang. But instead, I'm going to go straight with this, and I'm going to say Pearl
8: Jam. Pearl Jam is number three on the list. Well done. Nirvana number one, Pearl Jam number three. Miss Allie McKay, can you get on the board and keep it a tie game?
6: Depeche Mode. Of the 90s,
8: no. (gasps) See, that was
6: my confusion. Would they consider them the 80s and then... Like, is it when they started?
8: No, this is just uh, the, the the artist's output for that decade. And by the way, okay, Depeche Mode would be on my list Absolutely. for the 90s. I mean, they rude. had some of their I violator and some of their best stuff. Uh, no Depeche Mode. Uh, Beer Mug, you're up next.
9: And maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. Oasis.
8: Not on the Whoa! top 25. Oh, shocker. Stupid internet, right? Wow. Not in the top 25. Jensen. I will go with Green Day. Green Day is number... Number wow. zero. Whoa. Number zero. Why'd
10: they come up with zero? I mean, don't... Why
8: even have Not that? on the list. Oh, oh, got it. Okay, thank not you. Not on the list. Thank you. Which, again, makes no sense. Yeah. Allie.
6: Soundgarden.
8: Soundgarden is number six.
6: All right. Good one.
8: Well done. Soundgarden. Mugs. All right. The result of Nirvana, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, not on the list. What? Because they the
10: push list. push more two thousands? Yes, I, guess. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
8: All right. Uh, Allison Chains. Allison Chains is number eight. By the way, is anyone keeping score? I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Jensen
6: two. has two. Yeah. Muggs has two. Uh-huh. All yeah. right.
8: And oh, Ali's about to oh, have no, two. I no,
10: won. He's won. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Try
6: to cheat in front My bad. My bad. My bad.
8: Okay.
6: Stone Temple Pilots.
8: That's a great guess.
6: Whoa. Okay, this list blows chunks.
8: I think I agree, by the way. I think I'm turning on this list.
6: Yes. What's up,
8: Ranker.com?
6: Uh, STP should be top 10.
8: STP should be top 10. Mm-hmm. I-, I agree. I apologize. I'm sorry. Beer mug.
6: Did someone, did someone say Soundgarden? Yes, yes. I
8: did.
9: Okay. Uh, let's go Spin Doctors. <laughs>
8: one, two. Francis, going now. Jensen. <laughs> uh, I will go with the Pixies. The Pixies are number... Two. Okay. Number two. (laughs) Come on. According to Reckler.com, 31,000 votes. Come on. Very credible. Uh, Ally McKay, and then we'll go around one more time real fast.
6: Uh,
8: The Cure. Uh, The Cure, no. (laughs) (laughs) Bugs, your final guess. All
6: right. right. let That's a good way way to go out, Bean. (laughs) Let's go.
9: um...
8: (sighs) Blur. No. I no, no. Jensen, your final guess. Uh, Dinosaur Jr. No. <laughs> Dinosaur Jr. is number 17, though. I not a bad guess. Wow. I, I,
10: would uh, go, I would go incredible with my answers.
8: Allie.
6: Would they consider Dave Matthews Band as alternative?
8: Uh, if they did, they didn't put them on the list. All right. Here's, they uh, shouldn't
6: be
3: there.
8: Here's some of the ones that uh, <laughs> that may not surprise you. Number uh, 15 was Tool. Number 14 was Cranberries. Number 13, Jane's Addiction. Mm. Oh. Number 12, Beck. Number 11, Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Uh, 10 Sonic Youth, 9 Weezer, number eight, Allison Chains, number seven, REM. Oh my gosh, my bad. Number six, Soundgarden, number five, a little band called Smashing Pumpkins. Mm. Again, we're talking 90s, yeah, no one bigger. Number four, Radiohead.
6: Oh, my God. I we see. are
8: I, awful. I, well, I think more 2000s for Radiohead, but sure. Pearl Jam, Pixies, Nirvana is number one. Who won the game? Uh, I'll, Jensen I'll did. I'll take it. Wow. Uh, th- this is the uh, the final and perhaps the worst. Bean makes his guess. <laughs> Bean makes his guess, yeah. The Kevin
7: and Bean Show. The world famous UK rock.
8: Hey, Bean, this email begins. I'm sure you don't remember me, but way back in 2004, I wrote in to you and Kevin with my story about losing both my parents. My mom passed away when I was 18, and three years later, I lost my dad. He left me and my siblings with an unfinished house. I was 21 years old and trying to figure out a way to keep my family together in a house that I could not afford to finish with a wall that was literally exposed to the outside. I was at a complete loss. You and Kevin brought me into the studio to tell my story, and oh my gosh, the love and support from the K-Rock community was so great. In just over a month, I had so many volunteers helping with finishing the house, and then K-Rock brought the Kevin and Bean party machine and broadcast live. You guys were super great, and you really saved me. I honestly don't know what we would have done without your help. For years, I've wanted to write in and say thank you to you and Kevin and your producer, Lightning, at the time. But I just didn't know how to do it. With you leaving the show, I figured this was my last chance, so thank you. My family and I wish you all the love on your new adventure, and I will miss listening to you every morning. I've been listening since I was 13 with love. Roxanne.
10: Oh, unbelievable. How, sh-
8: how sweet is that? It that is. What a nice lady she was, too. And her whole family was uh, great. And I mean, you know, we, we pointed this out so many times on the air through, you know, work with Kevin's charity or other things that we've done. When we asked the Kevin Bean audience to help, they're always there for us. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate you so much. And now really you'll
10: do. be dead. You helped her with her
8: death. I'm and not. Now, maybe no, no, no. She'll help us. No, no. no I'm not yeah. dying. I'm. I'm fine. I'm just, just
6: full circle. Just
8: move it away, you guys. Just yeah. move it away. So thank you for all the uh, thank you, Roxanne, uh, for thinking to reach out to us. And thanks to everybody who has been emailing us here on my uh, final week. Speaking of final week, yeah. I understand, Jensen, that the uh, the Afro line has also been busy. That's right. You
10: know, a lot of people have been emailing in, but also a lot of people call in. As you know, 24 hours a day, we have the Afro line. You can. call Call in and leave a message for anyone on the K Rock, Heaven, and Bean crew. It's 323 520 AFRO. We get incredible listeners calling in. Bean, as always, you've been doing this for
8: quite some time, right? Well, the Afro line goes all the way back to the Jimmy Kimmel days. That's
10: right. So, so yeah, forever. People have very strong feelings about you leaving, and this is a way that they could put their intense emotions directly into your ear. Some people even are getting creative with their sadness, Halloween style.
2: Halloween, Halloween, and goodbye, Bean. <laughs> Oh how I wish that you could stay But you decided to go away so it's RIP Bean Baxter's gonna die (laughs) He's actually really good. <laughs> She's a really good singer. She really
10: nailed the editing. And
8: again, yeah, not, uh, not dying, uh, not retiring, just uh, moving to know. England, trying to keep the radio career going over there. Rest we'll in peace, Bean.
10: Uh, okay, so earnest reactions are usually new for the show. We don't do it a lot, a lot of emotion. But Bean leaving is bringing it out in a lot of people. Uh, prepping for someone that you've heard on the radio for 30 years is hard, so we hear the real side of people.
2: Hi, everyone. Uh, Bean, thank you for being a voice I look forward to every morning to put a smile on my face. I wish only the best things for you. I will miss you. Uh, to Kevin and crew, um, I look forward to seeing how you guys uh, evolved the show, and I hope for its continued success. Uh, I love you all. Thank you, and bye. Oh,
8: it's very sweet. I mean, you're right. We don't do earnest, so mm-hmm. I keep expecting her to turn and go,
10: but you're an <laughs> a-hole. Or, you know, this is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> right, something, right. Uh, Bean's legacy to the show. You think back, you would think maybe giving a kidney to a co-worker. That was unbelievable. He is his advocacy for mental health It's a mm-hmm. big deal. Uh, or raising over a million dollars for charity over those years. Uh, this caller has a different memory.
3: <laughs> do you remember when Bean got bit by his cat? <laughs> my cat not even your phone. cat.
8: <laughs> no, not even yesterday. Right. <laughs> really Here, here's the clip. Um, you don't <laughs> know the medical. Oh, you fucks? don't know the medical history of that cat. Small I- note: he did say my cat, <laughs> which yes. just wandered into his house yesterday, and he says it's not his cat. How but bad it- like a real bite? Uh, it's bleeding.
10: What? Yeah, he's bit by his cat and started bleeding.
8: While doing a radio show, by the way. Just
10: live. And after we had warned him, this cat could kill you. Yes. Uh, Again, someone talks into the radio, like a microphone. 30 years, Bean. Especially these times that you're alone in a room, you don't know the effect you're having on people, right? Of course not, yeah. Well, let me tell you.
2: Hi, this is for Bean. And I have been listening to you guys uh, for the last 20-something years, ever since I was in high school. And I just wanted to say to Bean, thank you. Um, Thank you and for all the mornings you have put a smile on my face when i didn't think it was possible and for teaching me that it's saving not savings (laughs) on daylight saving time and i'm that guy that now corrects people but also just for being there and a constant in my life when i didn't think anything else was going right i knew that you guys were there so um, thank you. Words cannot express how much you guys have meant to me, and um, I'm wishing you and Donna just the very best.
8: There you that go. Is a, so uh, sweet, tremendous compliment. Some
10: thank people you. also have some creative suggestions for
12: whatever your radio show will be next. Oh. Hey, Bean, it's uh, Phil from Fresno. Just wanted to call and uh, say, uh, you know, congrats on the move uh, overseas, and I hope everything works out in the future for you. And I cannot wait to listen to uh, your new segment on your new show, uh, England, you sippin'? It's going to be amazing.
5: <laughs> England, you sippin'? Yeah. Uh,
12: I'm going to steal
8: that. I'm going to write that down, take that with me to our next station. Yeah, don't give him credit.
10: Okay, so it's so early, we joke all the time that we go on live at 6, right? But we, we actually go on earlier than that. We just like admitting our mistakes then. But people do actually get up with us, and it, this was actually very touching to me.
6: Just
5: so you know, Me and my wife get up at 5.20 in the morning every day to turn you boys on. And that's what we call you, our boys. We are going to miss you so much. Bless you. You have yourself a wonderful, wonderful life. We love you.
8: We have a podcast, sir. There's no reason (laughs) to get up at 5.30 in the morning. Let, tradition.
10: let let him and his wife turn the boys on please oh, okay all right uh this caller had just one last thing he wanted to tell his favorite morning dj hey
3: guys long time fan of the show and being i've never really had a chance to talk with you one-on-one dude and so just before you're gone i wanted to take a just a second to say look man like seriously from the bottom of my heart it's pronounced costume not costume there's no freaking H in the word, man. You, you, someone has such a boner for <laughs> savings. Never
12: savings. You'd think you'd be able to pronounce something as easy as costume. It, you know what?
10: I'm glad you're dying on Thursday. Oh, boy. I'm
8: wow. dying.
10: I, I just wanted to remind you there are actual trolls out there as well as these earnest people.
8: I like to think that, by the way, that uh, saving that savings is my greatest legacy. It's, it's possible. On the program. But I also don't feel I get enough credit for inventing the word presad.
10: Uh, well, it's true. It is. I, I, by the way, it's kind of just in the vernacular now. It is. The
8: show. Well, it certainly is with our audience.
10: That's yes. right. Okay, so some people are looking to the bright side about being leaving. Hey, party people! Uh, I just wanted to
12: call in and say, you know what, Bean, you're going to be totally missed when you leave. But uh, I was wondering if you guys can figure out something that I'm not going to miss at all. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys need any hints? Or, or, or I mean, do we play twenty questions? I'm just, uh I'm just trying to figure out how easy it is to understand what I'm not going to miss about being being gone. You know.
8: <sighs> Let luck. me know you got this. Look, I, I, man's got to breathe, okay?
6: I'm not right into the mic like it's the last breath.
10: <laughs> uh, lastly, this caller's under the impression that we would get to this once you already left. So this genius wrote your eulogy.
3: Hey guys, a uh, podcast listener from Texas here. Um, There's a decent amount of time between when an after call is made and when it airs, so it's safe to say that by the time this is played, Bean has succumbed to his illness. As such, I have a eulogy I'd like to read for you now. Gene Bean Baxter, born November 14th, 1959, died November, I don't know, let's say the 4th, 2019. Like Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon, Bean was only three days from retirement before tragedy struck. (laughs) After a two-week battle, Bean was taken by a totally preventable bout with pneumonia. He is survived by his wife, Donna, who has been quote-unquote out of town for the past three years and is still (laughs) unaware of his passing. Listeners around the country are devastated by the loss of this Radio Hall of Famer, but there is a silver lining. With his death also comes the death of several other things that are universally agreed we can do without. Half Christmas, dead. Wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald, dead. Fry-yay, dead. Daddy likey, dead. It is with these small comforts that K-Rock fans of the chocolate milk industry find a small amount of solace in these trying times. Truly, Bean was a legend taken too soon. Approximately three days too soon. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Bean.
8: 323-520-AFRO. That's our AfroLine 24-7. Thanks so much for the calls. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Muggs, you're a B-Team event on the 10th. Are you going to be commemorating at all the Wreck of the Edwin Fitzgerald on the anniversary? You know what? (laughs) Normally I'd say F no. Uh huh. But
9: since we're still going to be, you're going to be in memoriam, yes. I'll have to, we'll have to play. We'll have to get D.J. Omar
8: Khan on the ones that Tuesday hit it. There you go. I mean, because that's how you get a party going off. Put on a little Gordon Lightfoot, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Seven-minute song about a boat singing. Wednesday morning here on the World Famous Carrick, Ali is here. Time for another look at what's happening
6: on this Wednesday morning. I mean, what are you going to do to commemorate it? You won't be on the air here, so well, how a, will you do it? it's a Sunday
8: it? anyway, okay. so I wouldn't have ordinarily. But uh, Donna and I have a cake every year. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we listen to the song, and okay. uh, I have a, a large collection of uh, videos and DVDs uh-huh. that commemorate the wreck. Right. And we usually pick out a different one to watch every year.
6: Do you light candles for the victims or say a prayer for them? We ring a bell. Ring a bell. Ring,
8: a bell. ring a, yeah one for each man on the end of its job. I'm yes. gonna just I'm gonna just keep it a bean. Yeah, it's a big uh, it's a big day.
6: Yeah, it sounds it sounds beautiful.
8: <laughs> and this is the 44th anniversary of its sinking, so obviously that's yeah. a special commemorative uh, event. Oh, clearly. 44. 44 is the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
6: Uh, does it ever get easier?
8: Uh, no, no. That's okay. a that's sure. an all time pain. Okay.
6: Uh, any anyone in here interested in the Matt Damon Christian Bale film Ford versus Ferrari not
8: as interested as I should be because yeah. they're both great actors and it is a fascinating story but I have not uh, been uh, I've not fallen in love with the trailer
6: yeah same
8: do you feel the same way yeah like out- I should
6: like this more than I do absolutely it's out November 15th uh-huh. and I just feel like there's not, not a lot, a of, lot of buzz no,
10: no. but they, I-, I did get like one of those screening passes in the mail for mm-hmm. like uh, Writers Guild or whatever uh-huh. so they are going for awards, so they right. must be confident in some way. Yeah.
8: Well, here's the thing I'll tell you, is that Christian Bale is always amazing. Yeah. I don't care what movie he's in, what character he's playing, you always enjoy watching him act.
6: And then he's Matt Damon, come on. one of the amazing. best. And
8: Matt Damon is also excellent. Yeah. Very good. I don't know how this couldn't be good.
6: Well, his last role, of course, Christian Bale, was the role of Dick Cheney in 2018's Vice. He had to gain 40 plus pounds for that. Then months later, he had to slim down his champion racer, Ken Miles. And he said, it's because there were small spaces in those classic cars. They're not made for comfort. I literally had to lose the weight just to fit in the car. Mm-hmm. But I started going back and looking at the rolls and uh, how is he alive with his yeah. weight fluctuation yeah. from American Psycho, where he was just jacked, yeah, looked right. great. Then the machinist Ugh. lost 60 pounds and for looked, that.
10: It looked disgusting and unhealthy, yeah.
6: Then yeah. Batman begins, he had to gain 100 pounds for yeah. that. <gasps> then lost weight for the movie Rescue Dawn. Then lost 30 pounds on top of that for the fighter. Then back up to the jacked guy for Dark Knight Rises. Then gained 43 pounds for American Hustle. Lost it again for the big short. <laughs> then gained 40 again for Vice. Nuts. Oh, good for you. And how was it? This can't be it
8: good for your body. No. Cannot, cannot be good
6: for your body. And dudes and their metabolism. I know it wasn't like it was easy for them in any way, shape, or form. But guys tend to lose weight a little bit easier than women, which is um, unfortunate for us thick girls. I'm just saying, Christian Bale, please stop doing that. Because He's it's just
8: making you feel bad about that te- that last ten pounds make
6: me feel bad. Plus, I'm concerned about his health. I uh, okay, love him.
8: I do remember Jared Leto went
10: from very very heavy to very skinny in a movie once, and he talks about how it's affected his body forever. He like yeah. really? will, will never yeah. Feel he did better, the yeah.
8: John Hinckley role. Yeah. And then had to lose it all, yeah.
10: And he said he, he gained
8: and lost so fast that it's forever going to damage And aren't there him. some some side effects like gout and things like yeah. that that can sure. come as a result of that kind of rapid weight Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: yeah, you can get arthritis, you can get diabetes, you can get all sorts of stuff.
8: Look, Kristen Bale,
6: just play guys
8: who are about your size. Yeah. <laughs> just take <laughs> just, those roles. Just look into it. <laughs> That's what
6: it just says on a post-it note your on size. the script. Yeah. Your size, dude. Right. I'll take it. Excellent. What don't you f- Understand.
8: Okay. Well, I don't think you have to yell at us. Yes. Keep it down.
6: So you all know how excited I've been since I saw the first preview for the Amelia Clark Henry Golding Emma Thompson movie last Christmas.
8: This is your most anticipated film of the year outside of Star Wars, probably, right? I
6: mean it's basically my favorite things. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got a ton of wham songs. Mm-hmm. Emma is a goddess to me and she co-wrote the movie Emma Thompson and Paul Feig directed it it's like all my favorite things in one
10: and Bean's favorite man crush
6: yes Henry Golding Mm -hmm. so I got to see it last night delightful yes and there's a brand new George Michael song you guys three years after his passing the universe has been blessed with new George Michael music. And of course, the whole movie is a bunch of different songs from George Michael. It's the soundtrack to the whole movie. And essentially, uh, Amelia Clark. it's her whole life is George Michael, but...
8: I mean, the movie is called Last Christmas. Yes. So they're all in on yes, George Michael.
6: absolutely. And Emma Thompson, um, got him to give his blessing and told him that it was all inspired by the song, blah, blah, blah. Wonderful. His, uh, Family has seen the movie. They all loved it. So this new George Michael song that plays during the credits came out today. It is called This Is How We Want You To Get High. Yeah. Huh. It's, a, it's a departure. George sang that? that's going yeah. in a different direction yeah. before It, it was passed. a real departure wow. from him. I, li- uh, I
10: like that his family liked it, though.
6: Yeah, family loved it. That, yeah. uh, that was not George oh. Michael. You guys, no.
9: Yeah, I actually have the it. Oh,
6: fantastic! And gotta "Shock the Body." Uh huh. Shock the body, body. Shock the body.
8: Shock the body, body.
6: Shock the body. Shock the body, body. body, Shock. That's uh, that's the monster. If you're looking for the new
8: George Michael, we are. Actually, I have it. it. Here's the song. Uh World premiere.
6: I mean, I, I saw the movie last night, and that doesn't <laughs> Does sound, familiar? sound familiar. No, uh, Mugs, do you have the real song? Uh, yeah, I had it. Oh, hear it. Wait, no, wait, nope. This is
8: good. This is, he, is he acting, or does he really tight. not have it?
6: No, I think he's looking for another fake one. <laughs> All right, that I'll he do it while play. he's waiting. Okay, go, go ahead, go, Jensen. Go. <laughs> How many shrimps do you have to eat before you make your skin turn pink? Eat too
2: much and you'll get sick. Shrimps are pretty rich.
8: Drop. <laughs> the sad thing is, I'm really excited about hearing the new George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really want to hear right. it. Yeah, I right, finally Max, pulled it up. I finally have it.
6: Okay. All right, I'll always take this one. Here
0: we go. Sing it if you
6: know it. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, any candid fiber. My cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, any candid fiber. My
9: cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole. And he can't even us
10: There's no way. running There's no, way, running. This, there's no way much is going
6: to stop before this We're Let's running see, Atomic running wheels, at it. Mercury okay. Okay. At it. No, at all right. it. Time need, uh, all right. And I uh, really mind. need to get to This is how we want you to get high
3: Okay, here it is guess we always, guess we always it would be is this how we want you to get high way we show, yeah way we yeah. the
8: I don't want to complain, but it doesn't sound anything like George Michael. Nothing like George autotune, Michael. Yeah.
6: And it, it, when you watch the movie, it's a, you're like, wait, what? Just what's this in the credit? Huh?
8: But I would never, I would never have guessed no. that was George Michael.
6: No, I will say this about Last Christmas: delightful. Had mm-hmm. some really funny parts, some mm-hmm. really touching parts, and a twist that I was like, wait, huh? It's it's not a Christmas movie that you're like oh we got it as a Christmas movie. Oh, when no, does it no.
8: uh, when does it open?
6: Friday. Fantastic. Yeah, it is just lovely. You're gonna enjoy it, even though the shrimp song isn't in there. And now I wish it was. Dang. it. And there is a guy named Tim who doesn't have a butthole what? and he can't eat fiber. <laughs> yeah, it's you have to look for him that in, in the movie. But that's that, quite a
8: backstory for an extra. I literally backstory. Little Easter egg. Yeah. little
6: Easter egg. So just uh, look for my cousin Tim I will. in the movie. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Ethan Hawk, Sally Field, Tandy Newton, Maria Shriver, Taryn Manning, and Emma Stone. And that's what's happening.
7: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Thank you so much.
8: for listening to the second to the last kevin and bean show the show continues but without me being after tomorrow and we appreciate you so much listening and all the response that we've been getting uh got time for another email real quick oh yeah this one's from emma i am using beans departure as the impetus for writing this sappy email to you all i've been listening to the show since i was in middle school or younger, I know. What kind of parents did I have? I moved to Seattle in 2010, and I still listen to the podcast almost every day now in my late 20s, so you do the math on how many animal stories I've had to suffer through in my lifetime. The show has been a fixture in my life for most of my life, as sad as that might sound. I'm just here to say that your show has been more than a laugh for me during many times in my life. To give one example, I have a lot of anxiety during the takeoff portion of flights, and nothing can calm me down except for your show. What used to have me crying during takeoff is turned into the passenger next to me, wondering if they can get off the plane because the crazy lady next to them is laughing maniacally as the wheels are leaving the ground. Much more seriously, though, during some of the roughest patches with anxiety and depression, listening to your show has provided me with the only last for the entire week. Are you amazed how often we have heard that from our listeners this week? It's... Crazy that people are calmed down by the constant of having the Kevin and Bean show in their life when they're going through tough times. Yeah. We're still on, you know, making yuck yucks. For Radio, so many, yeah.
6: it's it's the only constant. If you're having family issues. You're having relationship troubles. It's the only thing in your life that remains consistent and constant.
8: And I don't think I realize, I mean, I think I may have known that generally, but it's really been brought into sharp focus for me with all of the emails that have been pouring in for the last couple of weeks. So as Bean goes off to live with his 93-year-old girlfriend, Elizabeth, I wanted him to part with the knowledge that he has made a huge impact on some people's lives, as I'm sure there are many more stories stories similar to mine he will be very much missed I'll tell him by the way if I see him but most likely I'll probably just forget about him like I said yes cheerio or whatever the f it is they say in England Emma thank you Emma very nice thank nice. you Emma very much for that uh speaking of uh tributes uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla join us in the seven o'clock hour tomorrow morning on the Kevin Bean show a couple of alumni from the program looking forward to that and I understand we have someone special on the phone with us right now here on Kara. hello mystery caller Hey Jensen,
1: hey Ali, hey, you know who it is? Hey, mole, um, it's, yeah, it's mole, it's it's okay. Hey dude, listen, I saw the whole R.I.P. Bean thing, and listen, listen, I know you guys blame yourself for him being dead, but it's not totally your fault. Oh, Mole, he's M- 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 not. I'm, it's not totally your fault. Mole, M- he's not. He's not dead. He's no, no, right no, no, here. No, 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 he, no, 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 no. I don't want to know how he died. I don't okay. want to know how he died. I'll just imagine how he died. Oh, okay? I did I, I did down a few words. Hold on. Hold on. I'm here. Okay. Let's, hear words, yeah. let's hear his words. Yeah, uh, let's hear his words. Dearly beloved. <laughs> okay. When Bean flew off that faulty roller coaster at that Tijuana carnival, it was tragic and hilarious. Mostly hilarious. Did I nail it? Very close. It, very yeah. close. Well, very okay, close. Wait, 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 I got another guess. I got another okay. guess. Dearly okay. beloved. Bean knew that racing at Santa Anita was dangerous and risky, but he ran anyway. And then they had to put him down and make him into horse burgers. Amen. Again, Let's very, man, very what close. What if God was one of bu- dynamic. Okay,
8: I'm, I'm yeah. not a horse burger. Mole, I'm right here. I'm fine. I'm actually okay. I'm just leaving the show. Uh, bean's ghost! Beans ghost! Beans ghost! I don't even on it forever. Go into the light, dude! Go into the light! I'm not dead, Mole. I'm fine. I'm perfectly healthy. You're not dead. No, I'm just RIP beat is just a joke that some people are making. I'm not dying. I'm just leaving the show. That's it's, all. So wait, so going to the England thing
1: is a real thing? Yes, I'm actually <laughs> moving to it. Yeah, it's not a euphemism <laughs> for death. Oh my believe. God! What's the matter? You can't find a good spotted dick stateside? <laughs> uh, think, hey, if that's it, if that's it, I totally get it. But my UPS guy will show you his
8: if you want. He's always on. I'm not interested <laughs> in his spotted. No, I'm not. Thank you, though, Bull. I appreciate. Okay,
1: Bean. Bean, well, listen. I have some retirement advice for okay. you. Okay, I'm not before retired, you retired, but off, li- listen to what you have to say. Sure. Some retirement advice because I know because I retired halfway through high school. Okay. Okay. okay that's good. Avoid stress and pants and parole officers. One. Good okay. Advice. Also, fill your head with positive thoughts and lots of pills and weed and homemade pruno. That's a <laughs> liquor you make in prison, but it's not just for prison. That's the mistake a lot of people make.
8: <laughs> okay, so pruno is for everyone. Got Very it. good.
1: And also, when you head to England, cruise on over to Quincy's for the best dang Devonshire clanger in town. I'll tell you, you can't beat it.
8: <laughs> you had a lot of information at your fingertips there. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hey, Bean mostly you know what? Just keep being Bean. You're a
8: heck of a good Bean, dude. Uh, thank you, Bull. I appreciate it. I, I thank Honey Nut
1: Cheerio, dude. Honey Nut cheerio. Uh,
8: cheerio. It's just Cheerio, yeah. I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. Okay. But thank, thank you, Bull. We appreciate you checking in. Later, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Okay, you rock. Jewelry. No, jewelry. not jewelry. No, jewelry. Jewelry. No, not jewelry. Jewelry.
10: Hold on. Two syllables, beans, not beans, three. Bean's not helping me. Go. Okay. Allie. Jewelry. Jewelry. No, no. Yours, yours is three <laughs> syllables. <laughs> Jewelry. Bell. Jewelry. I, yes. have, I have to be very honest okay. with the R. Okay.
6: All right. Jewelry. Now, uh, what's the thing that when you light a fire, it goes up and smoke comes out the top? Chimney. Oh, look at you! Oh, I said chimney. The yeah. other morning, you said chimney, chimney. and then
10: I was floored because I could see myself saying it in a, like the chimney guys. Like I could see it saying fast. No,
6: you were literally like, and then the chimney.
8: <laughs> Jim, Jim, right. Who's the Who's the man or woman that you hire to buy or sell a house? Realtor. Yes, my mom is a realtor. Is she a realtor though? No, yeah, because they for say many realtor. people, she's yeah. a real yeah. realtor. Yeah. Yes,
6: okay. Well, all of this is very realistic
8: okay ah. i know that's my word i get it hey um ali did a story uh kevin beat show uh k-rock again uh ali did a story yesterday or excuse me excuse me yeah. kevin did a story yesterday yeah. on people are dumb about a guy who stole a car to then go and take his driving test <laughs> mm-hmm. did he also fail his driving? Test? Uh,
6: he failed that one for the 10th time for the 10th yes yeah.
8: and that got us to thinking about your driving test, and I think what we're looking for here are stories of not just that you failed your test, but you failed it in a spectacular fashion. We are looking for people who had panic attacks. We are looking for people who stepped on the gas instead of the brake. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're looking for people, especially if you got into an accident. So we a...
6: don't want the written test aspect. No. We want the well, actual I think we're looking driving. we for the driving okay. test. Also, I'd like
10: if there's someone out there who got pulled over during their test, yes. that would be good to hear.
6: Because
8: that would be really easy. To, I mean, you're panicked. Yeah. And you know that the, your your instructor is looking and making notes on every little thing you do, and you're freaking out, and a lot of times you're 16, and you have a lot to keep straight at one time. I can see you just boofing it and mm-hmm. blowing through a stop sign or something just because you're worried. You know, you're just not... Concentrating enough. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things can go wrong with the driving test. For instance, we got an email from Crystal. And we're going to take your calls on this at 1-800-520-1067. Crystal writes in, I suffer from anxiety stemming from an accident I was in when I was nine years old. And I decided to conquer it by learning how to drive. Unfortunately, it took me nine tries. Oh, Nine tries. I finally got my license in July. Oh, and I'm 29, Mm -hmm. about to be 30.
11: Mm.
8: But congratulations, Crystal. I don't ever want to be on the road with you. No, I I don't want to be anywhere near her. If somebody takes nine times to pass their driving test, I feel like they shouldn't be able to drive. Yeah, I'm fine with them taking Uber. (laughs)
10: <laughs> uh, I do have a friend uh, will not out him but in, in his 40s who uh, lived most of his life in New York City and then failed two times his test, uh, his driver's test uh, because of anxiety and then on the third one passed it but when they pulled in the guy said I'm going to be honest with you I'm not going to recommend you for your license because you're, it's just too much for you.
12: Oh wow. Like
10: even though he didn't get the points taken off and all those things he said mm-hmm. I, I don't feel comfortable giving you your license. That's rough.
8: Yeah, but I mean, I think the instructor's doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they're the last line of defense before some brand new driver's unleashed onto the world. Mm-hmm. And we don't need more bad drivers. No. Right? 1-800-520-1067 hey. is the number. Dave, the king of Mexico, <laughs> are, you the, uh, are you the champion on our show for uh, people who had trouble passing their test? Well, the cab dog's
7: not here today, so I don't know about him. But let's just say that I had to pay... Again, twice, to take my driving test. So you get three chances when you initially pay, and then I had to pay again, and I passed on my fourth attempt. Oh, so you oh failed three
10: God. times. Three times.
7: times. Oh. That's
11: like, what did you do? Well, so
7: the first time, you know, th- the first three times I took them in the Montebello, uh DMV, which they're very tough because they oh, take okay. it very serious. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Montebello,
10: so, everyone knows that. Oh yeah,
7: so <laughs> so they had the, the yeah, parallel it's a, it's parking. A, them. They got a they got a really for, sure, for really sure. tidy straight though. So, Montebello. So the uh, um, test one, they had the parallel parking cones. I might have smidged the cone a little bit. Okay, and the guy failed me. I was like, what a dick, right? So the second time, I drove too slow on the freeway. Oof. Failed me. Okay, so the third time. I'm driving at a normal speed, but traffic was going really fast, and the guy's like, speed up. So I sped up and went, I think, like 80? Whoa. Oh, no. me. 80. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I was going the, the flow of traffic, which is the law, right? Yeah. So I said, you know, F this. I'm going to go to BG, Bell Gardens, where, you know, they're way doper. Oh, and, yeah. Everyone knows boom. Bell Gardens. Yeah. Much more Bell Gardens DMV. Shout mm-hmm. out. What's up? And then it started
9: pouring, and Dave didn't turn on his windshield wipers. Right. Oh, and I gave me
7: again. a high five for that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you get it, bro.
8: He gave me the nod. By the way, what is the real law on uh, flow of traffic? Flow of traffic within. Clear, if you're, no. But if they, if everyone's going eighty and you go eighty, I don't think no, they let you go. They can pull you
10: over for they can whatever. Pull, yeah, anyone just, over. What for we're going saying 80. is there's a, I guess like a, a common understanding that you can go flow of traffic, but they can pull you over for anything over the speed limit. Yeah, right.
7: it's usually five five mile per hour buffer. Yeah, but and uh, I also uh, don't yeah. ever recommend going
8: eighty while you're taking your driver's no, test. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> no, no, you'll no, fail. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that there are I I mean, I I guess you wouldn't know the answer to this, but is your sense that most of the driving instructors are looking to pass you or looking to fail you? Or do you think they are objective and fair for the most part?
6: I think they're objective and fair. I don't think they want to see you come back. No.
8: uh, I don't get the feeling that DMV
10: want more customers. Okay. All right. Fair enough. My
9: driving test uh, first time passed it, but pulling back into the DMV after the driving part... I did not yield to a pedestrian, mm. <laughs> and I was one point away from failing. He, oh. It marked it down enough for not yielding to that pedestrian crossing the crossing the driveway. Yeah. That's so, a big mistake. Yeah.
8: That's also a big tricky. mistake, driving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take uh, Ariel Fountain Valley to get us going here on line 1-800-520-1067. Lola, you hang on. We will get to you as well. Ariel, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling the Kevin and Bean Show. What's going on?
2: Good morning. Bean, going to miss you. Thank
8: you so much, my dear.
2: Yeah, so back when I was 16, taking my driving test, I was turning right, and there was a child in the pedestrian walkway. I was super nervous, so I thought I would speed up and try to go before he came, and I almost hit him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. yeah. oh
8: my gosh. Yeah.
6: Getting I, enough. I mean, okay, good. <laughs> good. Good. A
10: good uh, detail worth noting. Hey, Ariel, yes. did, you, did you end up passing it? I mean, do they still let you drive?
2: Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Okay. Didn't pass at that time. Uh, took it a second time. Actually also failed that time. Oh, okay. okay. oh, fantastic. Yeah, I love um, this story. <laughs> well, you get an automatic fail if you don't look over your right shoulder when you're turning. So, right. B.S. Automatic fail then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, total B.S.
8: You weren't in Montebello, um, were you? <laughs> because I hear that they're <laughs> yes. dicks. Uh-huh.
0: Get
8: over <laughs> to yeah. you're still trying, get over to Bell Gardens. It's so much easier. Yeah, B.G. <laughs> so the third time you, you were able to pass.
5: Yeah, third time's a charm. I mean, I think
8: your instinct to speed up when you see a kid at a crosswalk yes. is not a good one. <laughs> I agree. But uh, I think they made the right choice. We thank you for listening, Ariel. We appreciate it. 1-800-520-1067. Tell us about failing your driving test. We'll talk to you next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Oh, we got some great calls on hold. Lola. You hang on Diamond as well. Real quick ahead of Muse, though. Let's talk to Alex Westwood, line 2 1-800-520-106. And we're talking about failing your driving test. Alex, what happened, my friend?
12: Morning party, people. So this was in Van Nuys. I was 17. Uh, the first thing that I uh, did wrong is we came to a red light. She said, okay, uh, I'm going to need you make a left here. And I forgot. Is it a right on red or a left oh, on red? Wow. Oh, wow. Such a distinct difference, <laughs> Alex. It's an easy mistake to make. Sure. sure. A right, left, you know? So I'm starting to edge closer towards the busy Thurman Way intersection. And finally, she turns to me when she realizes what I'm about to do. Like, what the hell are you trying to do? <laughs> uh, is, is that an automatic fail? uh yeah but beyond that even i then nearly ran over a pedestrian oh. um i i tried to beat the guy who was coming in opposition in a very narrow alley Great. Mm-hmm. um i tried Good. Again, and we both got stuck in this like six minutes trying to like back up and Great. stuff like that yeah and so finally at the end she just like sighed and say like, not everybody can pass on their first <laughs> oh, sure
6: alex you yeah. driving right Great. now
8: Yes, I am.
6: Okay. Yeah, cool. So guys, cool. Uh, if anybody's on the road, you guys
12: better
8: be careful. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to let you. Uh, we're going to let you I'm get like back to that, today, Alex. Focus
12: on the
10: road, yeah. Alex.
8: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for the call. By the way, um, I'm going to have to take a driving test yeah. oh, in a few dear. weeks here, and on the other side of the road. And on the other side of the road, probably going through about thirty roundabouts in a row, too. By the way, hey, kids, so Big <laughs> Ben. <laughs> wish me luck. <laughs>
12: It's so vile and
7: horrible.
8: The Kevin and Bean Show
7: on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Dear
8: Kevin and Bean, this email begins. I flunked my driving test the first time I took it. I thought I nailed it, but the instructor cut it short. When we got back, he told me I failed. I was shocked, and I asked why. He said, "Because you seem not to know there are speed limits." <laughs> I asked, "At what point was I speeding?" And he yelled, "The entire time! You were never close to not speeding." As a father, I hope you never get your license. <gasps> oh, wow! Says Jack. I hope Jack uh, got a different driving instructor. Didn't go to Montebello. Was yeah, able to Bell pass. Garden, good to beach. Yeah, you. Gotta go to Bell yeah. Gardens, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's say hi to Lola. She has been patiently waiting on hold in Laguna Beach. Lola, you were sixteen. You took your driving test. What went wrong? Hi. Yes, I
2: live in Los Angeles now, but it was Laguna, uh, and I'm going to miss you more than you know. Thank you. So um, I was. Super pumped, 16. I got up early, I had all my makeup on. I was taking all my, I've always been weird about vitamins, taking vitamins. And my mom came up to me in the kitchen and was like, here you go, this will help. I didn't think anything of it. And then we're at the DMV. I take the driver's test and I started to feel just a little weird and I didn't know what it was. And before you know it, I made a left-hand turn in front of an ambulance. And so the instructor guy um, told me to pull over and he took over the vehicle and we drove back to the DMV. And I got in the car, and my mom asked me what happened, and I told her, she said, well, maybe I should have given you half the (gasps) Valium. Oh, she gave you Valium. Yep. Lola. Yep, I had no idea. I never even heard of it. I went back to school all embarrassed having to tell my friends, and I told them that my mom gave me a volume, and they were like, a (laughs) Valium?
8: Well, you're definitely not on one today. I can tell that. Yeah. She's on a completely different drug now, I think. I don't know what you're on now, but uh, (laughs) did you pass the second time, Lola.
6: I did pass the second time, yes. Good for you.
8: Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you so much. Let's go to Diamond.
6: can we hang out with your mom? Seriously, your mom is the coolest. Does she deliver?
8: Diamond is on line four. She's in La Puente. Diamond, thank you for holding on. Good morning.
11: Hey, guys. RIP Bean. Thank you. So so when I took my driver's test, um, the instructor I got was actually racist. Mm-hmm. He saw he saw my mom's car. That's the car I drove in, and it was a Mercedes, brand new. And he looked at me and he goes, what car is this? I said, it's my mom's. He says, give me your paperwork and everything to the car. <gasps> so I got in the glove box, got the registration and everything. He compared my last name to my mom's. And he goes, huh, a Mexican legitimately driving a Mercedes. And Whoa. owning it, you do see that every day. Oh, my oh God. My God. Wow. So because of that, it made me nervous. And he was nitpicking every little thing that I was doing, and he failed me. But I got my revenge because the next week, I was nervous that I was going to get him again, and I got a woman. But she noticed I was nervous. She goes, what's wrong? You don't have to be so nervous. I told her everything. She goes, can you point him out to me, please? So I pointed him out to her. She goes, thank you for telling me everything. Thank you for being honest and showing him to me. I am the manager of the DMV. He will be fired today.
8: How about that? <gasps> <gasps> Diamond's revenge, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't cross a Mexican, they'll fires no. fired is what I learned. But also that car was stolen, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> Diamond, glad you called. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Let's go to Jim Line 5. He, you guys, is a driving instructor. <gasps> yes. awesome. Hopefully not Montebello. Jim, what's oh, hey up, guys. man?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. No, I work for a driving school in Southgate. Um, okay. So, you know, every day I take people to a driving exam and, Either see people felt the exam for stupid things, or have had students fail for stupid things. Like, let uh, speaking about racist things. I uh, had a lady in Inglewood fail the exam for not knowing English. Oh, she understood it, but didn't uh, didn't speak it. And the lady just kept saying, "Don't you know Donald Trump's a president now? Don't you know you got to oh. know English?" Oh my God! And they failed her for that.
8: Who are That's these driving, driving instructors? Yeah, no kidding. I hope that one got fired too. That's
4: awful. Well, she didn't tell me until we got home, and at that point, I couldn't get involved, you know. So I just told her to call and complain, but I'm not sure that happened.
8: Right, yes. Um, speaking so- of Bell
4: Gardens, you guys think, think Bell Gardens is easy. Uh, well, at one point, this is before I started working there, so there's a legend about our office. We had a lady who wasn't ready for the exam, but we still took her anyways. She got so nervous, she accelerated, and so did the examiner, because, you know, we have pedals on our side. Yeah. They both accelerated and ran straight into the pole inside the parking lot. This is what I was waiting
8: for. We yeah. hadn't had an accident yet mm-hmm. in a driving test. That's what yeah. I wanted. Mm-hmm. All right, Jim, keep doing what you're doing Kevin and Bean on K Rock, K Rock, K K-Rock. Dear Kevin and Bean, I hope you get to read this at some point before your uh, Bean K Rock email is disabled. Before I migrated to the U.S. back in 2003, I had little or no English, and I found your morning show is one of the reasons to learn the language and learn it fast. I was a curious 13 year old. I wanted to know what you guys are talking about. I clearly remember buying an AM/FM radio at the dollar store, tuning it to K Rock the next morning at 5:25, and waiting with a dictionary next to me, and off I went. Sixteen years later, I've started my own humble little podcast and even ventured into YouTube because of you and the show. Side note, when I was deployed in Afghanistan, it was hard to get the Internet, so my family would mail me USBs with nothing but Kevin and Bean shows on them for that week.
10: Oh, wow. How
8: adorable is that? I can't
10: believe you didn't want to walk into Friendly Fire with that.
8: Thank you uh, so much, Bean. Wishing you nothing but the best. That is Gabriel. I appreciate the email so much, and thank you for your service, sir. Kevin and Bean. Please enjoy our stupid show. We heard from uh, Darth Kimchi on the Kevin and Bean Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, I'm going to miss this Hall of Fame career, Bean. <laughs> who uh, uh, who writes in, in honor of uh, Bean leaving this week, I started playing some old Kevin and Bean episodes to reminisce. Remember when Bean won an auction for $7,000 mm-hmm. to meet Scarlett Johansson and didn't go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very painful that you would bring that up. Uh, Scarjo and I dated very briefly, you, you didn't and even her. Uh, well, we had a date, and yep. uh, and I I, uh, well, yeah. I I decided it was too painful. I didn't want to put her. I'm, I was fine with it. Yeah. I didn't want to put her through it because okay. it was still awkward. We yeah. had just too fresh, up. yeah, yeah, too fresh. I mean, why embarrass her on her big night? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When she's got a smile for the camera. So I decided the right thing to do would be stay away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I did uh, because I'm a good guy. I did still pay the seven thousand dollars. So thank you for bringing that up, Darrell.
6: Because it was legally binding.
8: Allie is uh, here. I don't know what you're talking about with our final look at uh, what's happening here on a Wednesday morning Kevin Beach.
6: I know Bean thinks the same as me. Um, yeah, he died seven decades ago in 1955. Mm-hmm. But don't you want to see James Dean back on that big screen in a new role? Um... They nope. waited.
8: A, they waited a long time to unearth his new movie that has never been seen before. I guess
6: he's been cast in a posthumous role as the secondary lead what? in the upcoming Vietnam-era action drama, Finding Jack. The actor's likeness will be digitally recreated for the role of Rogan with the help of a Canadian visual effects company. No one wants this. No. No one wants this.
8: Let me ask. Does no one want
10: this? Is this done in the same way as the Carrie Fisher thing? So from footage they have and then they're gonna basically Bernie Lomax
8: move him around. But even
6: the Carrie Fisher stuff was was not. It was stuff she shot, right? Well no, that stuff, yeah, for the new movie coming out is stuff that they shot. But you're talking Mm -hmm. about when they had the weird, like back in time phase? No, that was creepy, and it looked awful.
10: It's always creepy. I, I didn't see Gemini Man for that reason. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah,
6: L- or
8: Gemini Man's a good example. The Irishman is another good example where they have digitally de-aged the leads, right? Mm-hmm. De Niro and Pacino. Is that that much
10: different than this? I remember on The Sopranos, do you remember the mom died and then they used kind of like a digital version of her for a final yes. scene? Yeah, and because it,
8: she died before she finished her plotline. And plot it line,
10: looked right? bad. It looked like okay. a hologram. All
8: right, if the technology were good enough that it did not take you out of the movie, I think would it always okay will, dude. It, it, it's James. You don't
10: think there's, there's any way. No.
6: I think the only people that would care about this are are dead. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to be rude, but they're they're either too old to go see a movie or they're dead.
8: You're saying there's no draw for a good movie?
6: No. Game. <laughs>
8: It's just stunt casting yeah. just to get this movie talked about. Yeah.
10: Do we know who the other people in the movie
8: are? No. Nah, nah.
10: Didn't even continue reading. It's like okay. Roger Rabbit, man. It's people got to act with cartoons, basically. Yeah. It's Not weird. a real actor. It's weird.
8: I don't know. I get your sentiment, Allie, but mm-hmm. I do feel like if they can get the technology better, it would be cool to be able to see a young Marlon Brando in a movie yeah. with current so actors.
6: Do, do actors no longer exist, like people that are alive? so we need oh, to do this. Like It's the same thing with cloning dogs. Bean there are wants so many white males billion, in movies he yeah, wants to bring them exactly. back from the dead. Exactly. There <laughs> he, are a he's billion so, dogs yeah. to adopt, yeah. but yeah, we're going to clone a fake exactly. dog for yeah. you.
8: I'm not into that. On. I'm not into that.
6: Well, it's but, the same but this thing. Is, no, because this
8: isn't creating a human. This is just putting a, a human in a movie. That's this all. Taking this taking
6: is... away a role from an actual living, breathing from human. From a
8: minority, Bean. Being... Oh, oh, okay. He's
0: adding
10: in dead white men because he needs more white dudes in
8: Hollywood. So should we not make any animated movies instead we should cast real actors in those as well. First
6: of all, you're not allowed to speak about animated movies, having okay. never seen one. Okay. And they <laughs> don't have to digitize a dead person's voice in it, dude. Right, right. Like sure they enough.
8: still use real actors. It was a good them.
6: example, though. <laughs> I'm gonna put
8: you down as a yes yeah, for the James Dream. Yeah, Sounds
6: like sure. you're into it. Okay. Absolutely. Guys, do you remember way back in May, that uh wonderful special live in front of a studio audience? It was Jimmy mm-hmm. Kimmel. He teamed up with legendary Norman Lear. Yeah. It was great.
8: It a great was evening of television.
6: Wonderful. It'll they be did... a good transition for tomorrow.
10: Jimmy will be here.
6: Excellent. Yeah. Well, they did All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Star-studded cast. It was a blast to watch and I mean it was live you guys Mm -hmm. anything could have happened I think Jamie Foxx was really the only one that broke a couple times and it. it was just delightful to see well they have teamed up again for another live in front of a studio audience special on ABC it's going to be on Wednesday December 18th with classic episodes again of All in the Family and Good Times very fun <gasps> might. Oh. Have so they does,
8: announced any casting They yet? have
6: not yet But I feel like maybe we can press Jimmy on it tomorrow
8: Absolutely new, Is there a new cast for All in the Family or do they bring They you don't haven't
6: know? mentioned uh, so I don't know I'm excited
8: We'll ask
6: Absolutely
8: Does uh, the great J.J. Walker get a get to play a different role in Good Times now? As an older
6: actor I wonder no, they're going to digitize him. <laughs> even, okay.
8: Even and, though he's alive? Uh, uh, I yeah, thought he was even alive, though he but, is okay. alive. Okay.
10: He is, is dead to me, dated
8: Ann Coulter.
6: Is that true? Yeah, it is
8: true. That is a weird couple. <sighs> that is a weird couple. Yeah. I like it. Okay. That's, that's big news about that. It that is special. big news.
6: Um, speaking of big news, I did the story earlier, and Bean tried to cancel his flight tomorrow for the Hall of Fame. But a new study has found that the water on most airlines is not safe to drink. Let alone wash your hands in. The 2019 airline water study from the Hunter College New York City Food Policy Center evaluated 23 airlines by the quality of water provided on board using 10 criteria, including levels of bacteria and E. coli. Yuck. They gave each of them a water health score on a zero to five scale. JetBlue Spirit Airlines performed the worst. They got a score of one. While Allegiant, Alaska, and Hawaiian Airlines performed the best, all scoring above three. Here's the thing. We were like, okay, well, then just drink water that comes from, you know, the bottled water. That's fine. And then maybe if you don't wash your hands, have antibacterial soap or Mm -hmm. uh, hand sanitizer. But they also said, no, no, you've also got to avoid coffee and tea on planes. Yeah. Didn't even occur to me. That, that yeah obviously they're using water from the plane. Can but... I
10: can I bring up another
6: possibility? Yeah.
10: Do they make make the
8: ice on the plane?
6: Oh God! Jensen. I guess they would. Oh! I'm
8: screaming. But the coffee and the tea—is there any chance that water is hot enough like to it boil it out? out any kind of imperfections? Any maybe?
6: poo in it?
8: Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't make me think that it's poop water. Come on. Please drink responsibly.
6: Be. Don't. <laughs> No. I'm just saying, none of this is good. Yuck. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're flying tomorrow. Just hydrate before you get on the plane. But, again, don't wash your hands after you eventually pee. But bring, right.
10: No, bring one of the water bottles into the bathroom and use it as the water.
8: I like that.
6: True. That's an idea. Mm-hmm. But then you're wasting all those bottles of water. And Better than poo the on cycling your hands. There's I would rather
8: issue. that this study had not been done.
6: Okay. Wouldn't all you right. rather
8: be ignorant in this case? Yeah.
6: Yeah. Very much so. I thought it was bad enough, but then when they're like, also, avoid drinking any water like coffee or tea.
8: And <gasps> Jensen's right about the ice, too.
6: Yes. Right? Yeah.
8: So even if you avoid the coffee and tea and get a soda or something, you still got ice. So you're and drinking poop.
6: When they warm up the food, like, they have to probably steam stuff. Are they using...
10: A steamer on the board? A steam, <laughs> like, <laughs> a water.
6: Like, those things. It's always steaming. I don't no? think
10: they steam the food, no. I'm not like, going to drink my own urine.
6: I like a plane with steamed rice. Okay. Yeah.
10: <laughs> I like to make
6: my own sushi, Excuse actually. me, you guys.
10: Are, when you're steaming the rice, are you using your own water? <laughs> 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 don't ask that, Bean, when it's you go. Very odd. Fair sure enough.
6: Very odd, you guys. Oh, goodness gracious. This is a WWE situation. Did you hear about this being their crown jewel event last week in Saudi Arabia?
8: I heard the event was fine, but they had some trouble getting out of the country.
6: The event wasn't all that fine. Oh, no.
8: Okay.
6: Yeah. um, What happened during the broadcast? They, like, pulled the broadcast for a minute, right?
10: It started an hour late in Saudi Arabia, yeah.
6: Yeah. So, started an hour late, which was a problem. Um, Well,
10: actually, technically, the event started on time. Mm -hmm. The television feed was an hour late. They broadcasted. They started it an hour late in Saudi Arabia, which is weird.
6: Which is weird, but then there were rumors that um, it's because Saudi Arabia owed um, $390 for two shows in Saudi Arabia last year. And then what happened was they got on the planes to leave, and all of a sudden they were just on the tarmac for about six hours. Oh, no. Some of them felt like they were being held hostage on that plane. Not a good situation. They felt like it was all about the financial dispute with the wrestling company and them. Not good. Uh, They were on the plane for quite some time. It was a 14-hour flight home that was delayed by that many hours. And some of the wrestlers started talking about it. WWE star Carl Anderson Created a lot of speculation After he posted on Twitter Couldn't pay me enough to go back Well that's not true I do need a second pool So, <laughs> And then his wife wrote Don't ever go back again We don't need our daddy, poppy, mother lover Best tag team, etc Being held hostage while we're at home Worried to death On top of that, um, very big names Like Roman Reigns and Kofi Kingston Told the company they're not going to be returning To Saudi Arabia the talent felt like they were held hostage. WWE's official statement blamed the flight delay on a mechanical problem. And then further uh, insult to injury. Yesterday, it was announced that WWE and Saudi Arabia had extended their deal together through 2027. Whoa. But
10: kind of. That's also questionable because the they came to an agreement that there are two events per year mm-hmm. through 2027. There's been two events per year every year that they've done it, so...
8: It's I mean I guess But like, it sounds like the wrestlers don't want to go back though. That's yeah, kind of that, no. that the company would sign them up for it. Yep.
10: Yeah. Yep. And also oh. it was the first time women ever were allowed to like partake in like an athletic event there.
6: Mm-hmm.
10: And this obviously taints that. And it just it definitely feels like a step back. And the stock got killed yesterday. And...
6: It's just a bad situation. No, no, no. But you know what? Life goes on. It does. And Not there for are- not for Bean. He's, uh, rest in peace, by the I'm way.
8: A, I'm okay, guys. I'm Life right here. Life support tomorrow. Some I'm alive.
6: Birthday for Gotta pull the plug you. tomorrow, man. Emma Stone, Taryn Manning, Maria Shriver, Tandy Newton, Ethan Hawke, and Sally Field. And that's what's happening.
8: These SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness, and we all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow is <clears throat> the final and Bean show. Kevin continues with y'all into 2020, but tomorrow I'm hanging it up. You guys here at K Rock, we've got a uh, very special program planned for you, including a, apparently an all Bean edition of "Would You Like to Take That Back." I don't yes. even know how you guys are even manufacturing tape at this point. Things like clearly, <laughs> you're manufacturing
9: <laughs> it, bud. We're bringing in the, James uh, Dean.
8: He's to be an uh, hologram. <laughs> top ten moments with Bean. On the program tomorrow.
6: Can't wait.
8: I don't know how you narrow it down. <laughs> uh, former alumni of the Kevin and Bean Show, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla, both, both joining us in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. That will be very special and a lot of fun. R.J. Bell will preview NFL Week 10 coming up. Dr. Drew on the program tomorrow. will include some of your phone calls as well. And uh, should we not mention the, the other special guests that we're talking to? Save it. Um, we'll save it. Yeah. And, uh, and more surprises for you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for reaching out in all the various ways that you have on the Kevin Bean Twitter and, uh, and Instagram and everything and the emails. Uh, I love you guys. And we'll uh, wrap this thing up tomorrow right here on the World Famous K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?